Pickaxe. Hello everyone, welcome back to High Rollers, a Dungeons & Dragons podcast in the world of Erois, run by Dungeon Master Mark Sherlock Humes, with me, Tom, playing Kelek Adkalar, the cleric wizard. I am Chris Trott, I am playing Lucius Viren Elowin Elinastio, and I am a high elf sorcerer. Hi, I'm Rhiannon, I'm playing Sentry, I am a guardian paladin. Hi, I'm Katie, I'm playing Ayla, a wild elf barbarian. And I'm Kim, I'm playing Nova, and she is a hexblade warlock. Thanks to our regular sponsor, D&D Beyond, the official Dungeons & Dragons toolset. Create your free account and speed up your campaigns today. We're also sponsored by NordVPN, securing your online presence and guaranteeing safety while browsing. Use the code HRDND to get 70% off a three-year plan plus a free month. You can check them out with the links in the episode description. Anyway, on to the episode. The settlement Yamalotai is saved, but they have further problems with the Sahagan. We join the party as they have uh, arrived in the settlement of Yamalotai, an orc settlement in the Sea of Broken Stars, where they have met with Wave Lord Jawani Shallowstride, oh. as well as Baroness Erin. Oh. I don't think I came up with a surname for. Oh, actually, she would have. Uh, she'd be the royal surname, wouldn't she? So she is Baroness uh, Erin. Oh, uh, that's it, Baroness Erin Coral Song. She's not of the royal line. Coral oh, Song. Coral mm-hmm. Song. Nice. Um, Sweet. You are all conch. All conch. (laughs) You are taken inside uh, to Giovanni's like personal house. It is not extravagant. It is very simple. It is very pragmatic. There is a table, a few chairs. There is a cooking stove. There are you know you know there is probably a second room where his bed is. But apart from that, there really isn't that much to it. It's very simple. but it's comfortable, and there's a lot of personality here. You can see things like broken oars. You can see half of a harpoon that's been mounted on a plaque. Um, skulls of sea beasts. Um, there is probably an old treasure chest that would have once been overflowing with with gold coins and gemstones, but is now used to house a collection of weird handmade jewellery that's been kind of like left out on the side. Um, the room tells a thousand stories about who this this orc is and their life huh. before they came here. I was literally going to say that. Um, ruined it. But as you sit down, uh, you see this elderly orc, uh, you know, kind of sits down and invites you all. He pours out a drink of some sort of, like, quite strong-smelling alcoholic spirit into, like, little wooden cups. Um, enough for everybody. Uh, the Baroness, um, still a little bit wet from the spray of the, the ocean as she was fighting the shark, but seems completely un, unfazed by this. Um, her bright pink coralish hair kind of, like, spills around her shoulders. Her coral armor kind of clacks and clatters as she sits down um, and she lays the silver trident by her side um, and she gestures for you all to sit down as well. Sure. Uh, Jawani hands Lucius a bag of coins um, that has a heft to it. Um, a quick glo- a cure- a, an adventurer's glance estimates it to about, about 300 gold. Nice. So, a What about a Aracocrine glance? 300 gold. Very cool. <laughs> um, and he kind of puts that in your hands <laughs> and it's like... vision to see the coins going in. Yeah. Count. Eye of the storm. <laughs> oh, this, is, this is unnecessary. We don't... No, 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 no. Of course, you came to our help. 
It's the least. You should get your reward. You have enough to repair your damages. We are trade settlement. We have lots of people coming here. And oh, well that, why didn't we have more? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Captain. You are a funny captain. You are very funny. I like it. I'm only joking. No, no, me. I like a good bit of humor now and then. You do? Uh, treasurer. Uh, oh, that's me. Yes, no. Hi. I'll just... Trust you with this? So I have met your captain and I have met the warrior woman. What about the rest of you? Huh? Warrior woman. Warrior woman. I'm Quill. Uh, I am the quartermaster of the ship. Uh, again, uh. I think it's worth mentioning, maiden voyage. This is all very new to all of us. Mm. Um, it's nice to see... Well, I guess a different kind of ship or the lives that that would bring. Mm. Especially yours with a thousand trophies here. <laughs> yeah, I've lived a long time. And Zephyr has been very kind to me and granted me many adventures. Wow. Well, we'll what, about, uh, what about you, quiet little one? Hi! I'm probably just covered in soot and a little bit glazed, just thinking about the ship. Mm-hmm. Just, hi! There's a big hole in the ship! <laughs> yes, there is, little one, but my people will help you take care of it. I've never fixed anything so big before! Ah, you must be the bosun. Uh, engineer? Uh, perhaps that's the same thing for a sky boat compared to a ship. Does the captain shout at you why the engine's not working? We don't have engines on normal boats. Okay. But I think that you do the same job. And the Guardian. I must no. admit I've only seen your kind in ruins, um, inactive, inoperable, but you are the first one I've met that uh, walks and speaks. Oh, well, that's, it's good to meet you. Uh... Oh, this is very new to me as well. I just jumped off an airship for some reason. That, that does not seem very wise. <laughs> no, brave of you actually. It, I'm it's quite very brave. Mm. Yeah, now I think about it, um, I don't know why I did that, and now it's terrifying. I'm sure Zephyr would have blessed you for such a reckless but uh, courageous act. I'm certain. Let's hope so. Well, I introduced myself before. I'm Giovanni. I'm the Wave Lord here. Uh, this is Baroness Erin Coralsong. She is uh, a servant of the of the great. Uh, the king, King Tide Silver's realm. I asked to speak with you because uh, my Yamalotai and several other settlements nearby, uh, we have been having trouble with these creatures that you saw attack us, the Shark Riders, the Sahaugan. They have been, something has caused them to become agitated in the last month or so. They have become very aggressive. Uh, Erin the Triton kind of interrupts, it's like, Yes, you may... I'm, how much do you know about Tritons, Landwalkers? I, I, to be naive, I was going to ask what you were. Ah. Well, uh, I'm, a, uh, I'm of the Triton people. Um, I'll give you the, the short version of our history. When the Sundering happened and Artelicus ripped apart Erois, lots of humans, elves, dwarves, halflings, they... They were trapped beneath the waves, the great tidal waves that surged across our world. Um, many of them were dragged down into the depths. Some of us who were courageous, uh, who didn't fear a watery death, were rescued by Zephyr. She blessed us, uh, my great ancestors, I suppose, um, gave us the ability to live, breathe underwater. It was the last kind of... Uh, she couldn't rescue everyone limited in her powers as she was, but she did what she could and she created the Triton people. Um, specifically, she created our king, uh, the true silver line. 
Um, and from there, we've populated the seas of Eroes. We have a great relationship with the orcs. They call themselves masters of the waves, but really it's my people that live under them. But sadly, Zephyr wasn't the only one to see the plight of those who fell beneath the waves. Zarkira, Kalistarbane's right hand, also sensed the fear, the rage, the anguish of those who were drowning and offered them a chance to survive. But her gift was not as kind as Zephyr's. She transformed those that took her pact and transformed them into the Sahagan. Creatures like sharks fueled by thirst for blood, destruction, rage, anguish, and created them. And ever since, the Tritons and the Sahagan have been at war, warring for the seas of Erois. Zarkira's forces trying to gain control of it, and the Tritons and the Orcs trying to defend it. So Zarkira had godlike powers as well, if she was able to create an entire race like this. We're not sure how she did it, but she was as powerful as Callus, and we know that Callus, well, you, we all know what he did to Siaska. He must have deific ability. Mm. And post-sundering, did mm. Zarkira leave with Callus? Yes. Uh, as, as the cradle was created, as Siaska's last energy drove Callus away, which I'm sure your Landwalker history tells you. Um, Mostly from surface-based history. Well, Zarkira was driven out as well. Uh, her essence or her body was driven back along with Callus's, um, as were most of his most powerful lieutenants and commanders, the devils, the demons that he brought with him, that sort of thing. But the Sahorgan remained. They stayed where they were and they've been fighting us ever since. And up until now, they've been like beasts. They've been like sharks. They're just hungry, they're angry, they would attack ships or they would attack my people or the orcs. But lately, something's been driving them. About a month or so ago, they began gaining, they became organized. More of these priestesses of Zarkira began appearing in their numbers, using magical powers that they didn't have before. They can control creatures like sharks, uh, other things as well, Meros and Aldini, lobster creatures. They've fallen under their command. I was sent here by my majesty, King Tidesilver, because we lost contact with a settlement not far from here, a place called the Twilight Corals. I came here to speak with Joani to see if he knew anything, and then that was it. We became besieged by the Sahogan. They've been attacking us for days now, and I've been unable to send word to my troops, my garrison. So whatever is happening, I think whatever... I think that there must be a pretty significant base or lair for the Sahorgan nearby. And it must be connected to the Twilight Coral somehow. That's why they're so intent on stopping me from communicating. I was going to ask, did they have a driven purpose? It seems to be slaughter, but they're intelligent enough to know that, they're intelligent enough to stop me being able to get word to my troops. I mean, if I could get word out, I could bring you know, a significant Triton force here. Until I can do that, I'm afraid that we're at a bit of a mercy. But also, my fear is that if we give them too much time, they're getting smarter. They're using more of these Court of Shadows weapons that they've found. I mean, that giant shark you saw, right? 
that was created with Court of Shadows magic or technology or something. Those that's not natural. Um, oh. two questions. Yes. Uh, um, uh, the, the, what first one is the, the armor and the weapons. I'm guessing that's a new development with them getting smarter. Yes, it looks like that they before they would. I mean, they might use the odd bit, but they'd be using like sharp pieces of like like a. You know, a primitive using a piece of sharp steel as a spear. You know, they get they'd get pieces of a of a star of a shadow court of shadow ship and tie it to a stick. Mm. Whereas now, I mean, some of them have even learned to use the firearms, the the weaponry, the rifles, that oh. sort of thing. Uh, um, okay. Second question: How long ago would you say that they started? A month, month or so. Is it a month? Mark. Kim yes. asking, yes. was it about a month ago that certain yes. someone popped through a little gate? Yes, oh, it was. man. Because you spent about two weeks in Gusthaven. We also had another question. When we first met Araya... You asked his in character or no, you asked asking Mark? I'm asking Mark. Okay. When we first met Araya, mm-hmm. were we being attacked by Sahagan then as well? Or it was no. something? Was no, they were lizards. Lizard folk. Sorry. Yeah, okay. Those were big old swampy lizards. Okay, fair enough. Lucius is giving Nova... Uh, I mean, it was probably more like... Yes. It was probably more like three weeks. Like, about three... Three and a half weeks ago, and at first, it wasn't noticeable. But as the weeks have gone on, they've definitely gotten smarter, more organised. Like, like somebody is giving them orders or telling them what to do. Very scary. Nova's just pulling all the faces. Like, so Nova, I think uh, maybe Um, uh, what we could do with is someone on board is actually of orc kind, and she may know of these settlements, so do you mind but, finding Orion and bringing her here? But... Immediately. But... Immediately. Nova. But... Nova. But... Nova. That's probably yeah. the best idea. Orion will help us. Captain's I will order. tell in my head, in the... the you can use message. You, you, you I'll use that and just say, don't you dare say a word about Sarbane to this woman. But I feel like we should because they're no. attacking... And we're responsible... Are you alright, Ganesi? You seem a little... I've just gone a little screwed. cross-eyed. Like, the, the battle, uh, it's our maiden voyage. Ah, right. Nova, well, what I wanted to ask goes well. was, you all seem pretty competent, and I don't... My guards died in the attack. I want to travel to the Twilight Corals, see if I can find out what's going on, but I don't want to travel on my own. It's you probably really... going to be really dangerous! Probably, yeah, the Sahorgan are out there, but if we can find out how they're being so organised, what they're up to, if we can put a stop to it, my worry is that if this is left unchecked, it just won't be settlements like Yamalotai that are attacked. They'll wipe this place out. Then they'll move on to shores. They'll move on to settlements nearby. They'll start attacking ships. Oh, God. It needs to be dealt with. <laughs> I believe as a crew, we are more than happy to assist in this yeah. situation, considering it lines up closely with our objectives, does yes. it not? Yeah. Um, yes. And you're your objectives? Oh, to help people. Oh, right. In dangerous situations. Well, I'm. I'm also. I'd be more than happy if you can help me. If you can help me do this, His Majesty, I'm almost certain will provide a hefty reward. Uh, our duty is to protect the seas from the forces of the Court of Shadows and the Remnant. If you help me in this, I will make sure that you receive an adequate payment. Um, we have relics, magical, you know, artifacts. We have gold, jewels. Um, well, we can discuss the rewards. At, yeah, uh, of course. Where yeah. does uh, Tide Silver? Where, where does he actually reside? Uh, reside? Well, live. Well, the, he lives in the palace, the Tide Silver Palace, which is quite far from here. It's 
closer to uh, your land walker, your land water continents confuse me sometimes. It's it's far to the the west of here, right? But okay. the ocean is his domain. Sure. I mean, All we can save ocean. some time. Do you have any maps? I think the only maps I managed to get in Gusthaven was of. She smiles. Ah. Parchment doesn't tend to do very well underwater. <laughs> my little bird friend. Well, maybe John, maybe the orcs have point. maps at least. <laughs> uh, John is like, ah, we've got some. We have maps of, uh, but not be that different from the maps you kind of have. Okay. We do have contact with uh, the Baroness's people, but they come and go as they please. You know, they can swim freely, so we don't tend to keep track of their settlements. They move them quite frequently. Oh, okay, fair enough. Um, That's the nature of the sea. Sometimes uh, currents change and we need to move things. So. Okay. I have a quick question. Of course, Guardian. Um, so, um, I'm trying to find my home. Um, mm. have, have you seen any sunken cities, sunken settlements? The, the Trident people know of all those kind of places, yes. <gasps> oh. Yes, I'm sure that we can help you find if you're looking for something like that. We know yes. all the old ruins of the old world. Um, so do, you know, do you know Solvin? Of course we know Solvin, yes. Have you that's, seen it? Well, that's, that's where King Tidesilver the palace is built. Oh. <laughs> Convenient. Okay. Of that's, I mean, King Tidesilver, I mean, sadly, Solvin is nothing more than a ruin under the waves, oh. but the Triton people have reused it. We've made it into, a, into our city. I'd very much like to see it at of some point. I'm sure that that's something that we can arrange, most certainly. Well, we still have relics of Solvin, many of them around. People do find. You? Yes, I think that there is a there's a salvager here in Yamalotai <gasps> that has a few things from the Court of Shadows and Solvin and Pre-Sundering. Will um, Siaska blessed us specifically to meet. That's a good point, actually. What is this place? I know the village, but what is it actually built on? Ah, sadly, that's actually we don't know. We found it, myself and the Coral Wheel, that was my fleet back in the day. We found it years, decades ago. Uh, it was a ruin, but we've looked into it and, well, we can't find out what it used to be. We know that the shrine to Siaska was still here, that's from pre-sundering. But this place would have been atop great mountains, it would have been high up in the air before. Okay. We don't know quite what its purpose was. There were no buildings, just the rings, and then the statue at the center. Hmm, okay. I do know, on quiet nights, when the cradle's bright, the statue, there's something about it for certain. I think this is a very holy place to see Asuka. Interesting. But from long before the sundering. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, most certainly. This would have, this is all founding age. This was... From long ago, perhaps one of the one of the first places built by the by the Star Queen, by the Star Mother. Huh. Well, it's interesting anyway. Um, so I'm afraid I'm not much of a scholar myself. It's fine. More of a pirate or ex-pirate. I, I can tell. I'm like looking at the skulls of stuff. <laughs> Would you like to visit our ship? Of course. Most suddenly, I'd like to. It's been a long time, and your strange flying boats are very curious, if a little strange to me. Will you be coming with us to Triton? Triton? No, I'm afraid, Twilight. That, Twilight. afraid that my days of that are long past. But if you intend on traveling beneath the waves, the least I can do is give you a couple of portions of water breathing. As, a, as another Very thing. kind, thank you. Nice. Well, I, I'd love... 
You don't need it. No. No, neither the sentry, but can you just hold your breath or do you just not need to breathe? Neither do I. Well, I think we went through this before. It was like unending breath. That, but it's if you... If I, you, you can hold you, the breath. You deemed it last time that if I get hit or something like that, I... Uh, yeah. <gasps> okay. So they could still be useful to you. You can hold your breath indefinitely while you're not incapacitated. Okay. You can breathe underwater. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You don't have a swim speed though. You just swim speed of 30 feet. Oh, you also have a swim speed? Of 30 feet. Yeah, you're gonna fucking be fine then. <laughs> Meanwhile, me and Lucius, we're well, in trouble then. magic. Yeah. Sentry's actually kind of... Sentry doesn't need to breathe, but fighting underwater mm. is actually quite difficult. Yeah. Okay. Um, swim speed negates it though. Okay. Heavy, but heavy girl. cleric spells Fire. can let you do some stuff. You can, might want to have a look at your list of prepared spells. Okay. <laughs> I'll do that now, thank you. But yes. I'm sure we'd all adore it if you could regale us of your stories out sea. <laughs> Just uh, inspire us and maybe give us guidance on how to... I, can, I could do that, although... And then the Baroness is like, well, I would very much like to try and move as quickly as possible. My yeah. fear is that the longer we leave these Sahagan to their own devices... Perhaps then as a reward for our return. That seems very admissible. But I think that uh, it would make sense for your guardian to visit perhaps the salvager here, um, make sure that your crew and everything is prepared. Um, I will prepare myself. Um, How many I, of your crew do you need on board? Are you talking to the, the, priest, the Triton? Uh, the Baroness. The Baroness. She's like, I'm afraid that my guards are now dead. It is just myself. Ah. And there is no crew. We will be swimming to the Twilight Corals. We, 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 could, take a, we could take your ship there, but then we will need to go under the water. Uh, I didn't bring my swimsuit. I suggest you find one, perhaps. Ah. Right. Is it cold? Um, we shouldn't be going down deep enough for the cold to bother you, no. Right. Uh, not, not that far down, anyway. Should have got my swimmies. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well. Um, right. yeah. How long until the ship is fully repaired, anyway? Oh, looking at that damage that you took, it's probably going to take a little while. Um, we can definitely help you patch up the major holes, but there's quite sustainable damage. You're probably thinking about a D. Oh, okay. Well, that'll give us time day to check more, out perhaps. Uh, Solwyn Relics and the rest of this village. Well, you could always... Your boat flies. You don't... You've got the special sails in your boat, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, then the hull, it's only if you get attacked that you would need to worry again. But you could probably sail. You could probably sail with your boat as is and just repair it on the way. It's just a bit breezy. Aye. Breezy. Yeah, okay, that's true. Yeah. Well, yes. How far away is this it's place a, anyway? Uh, the Twilight Corals is uh, perhaps a few miles from here. Okay. okay. Um, we were going to swim a few miles. Well, yes. Do you not walk on a few miles from time to time? Yes, but I've never swum that far. Ah, that's true. My apologies. I'm still not quite used to how you do things. <laughs> um, I also keep forgetting that I've got an accent. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> never mind. There it is. But yes, um, we, well, we'll take your airship to the rough area and then we'll need to swim to the Twilight Quarrels themselves. Um, but come on, let's, let's go and meet the Salvager. Sounds good. He's an odd fellow, he's one of my people. Um, bit of an odd one though, bit of an outcast. Oh, that's fine. Um, yeah, so she, Baroness Erin, uh, leads you out. Uh, Joani basically will come with you, but you can see he stops on the way to chat to locals who are asking, like, is everything okay, Joani? He's like, 
uh, it's going to be fine. Like, we're going to deal with it. Don't worry. These people are helping and stuff like that. And he, he kind of does the role of like a mayor who's like checking in with everybody and make sure that everybody's okay and asks if they need anything. You know, you can see he's quite a kindly fellow. Um, as you make your way through, you head towards the inner ring. So you head from the, the central pillar and you pass this giant statue of Siaska. You head to the, the inner ring, they call it. And they lead you to, it's basically like a little wooden shack. And then there is this kind of like rug, this filthy, old, decrepit rug upon which have been laid these bizarre, strange, pre-sundering artifacts. Um, A lot of it appears to be weapons and armor. You don't think anything particularly special, but it's quite clearly like Starborn Alliance plate mail that's been polished and repaired and has been laid out. Um, you can see Court of Shadows, like the leather suits, one of those in its entirety. Some of it seems to have been repaired, but it's out there. It doesn't look magical, it just looks different, cool. and alien. Um, it looks cool. But what you do see is stood kind of nervously clutching like plated fingers and like looking around oh. is a figure bedecked in a full suit of shell and coral plate armor. It's like different shells that have been molded and fixed together. Um, Joins of like eel skin have been made. It's like a diving suit, but made from <laughs> shells and yeah. complete with a giant round helm oh, with just a tiny slit for the eyes. <laughs> um, it looks like a big onion head with this long, thin slit around it. Um, and you can see this kind of figure and kind of speaking a bit muffled coming from inside. <laughs> Hello, anybody looking for relics? Uh, Lentz, Lentz is relics, ready for anyone? Hello? Uh, as he's calling out and you can see the orcs kind of like go over and they thumb through a few things and they pick up like little knives and, and put them back or some of them maybe trade a few coins and he goes on I was going to ask, the people that we can see around, are they all like, th- they don't live orcs. here, but like, are there also other ships that like, they're not here. not anymore. Yeah. Right. Okay. What debris? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you look like this place looks like it is a trading hub, but there is no trade happening right now. Sure. So yeah, this guy is just this, this guy is still just trying, um, <laughs> and he you can see that he's kind of like he's flopping around and he's kind of like looks a bit weird, and he's you can see water is like dripping off him. He probably like dives in the water every few hours, um, and then he comes back up, um, and he sees you all, and he's and he's like oh Baroness, and he bows really deeply. He's like oh thank you so much for coming to my little salvage shop here. Hello, travellers. Uh, welcome to Lentz's uh, relics. How can I help you today? Hello. Uh, oh, hello. Oh, hello. Oh, Guardian. Wowzers. <laughs> and he's just like, oh, and he like, tunk, 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 and he comes over and he's like, oh, check you. Look at you. Oh, you're fully functioning as well. Is that your matrix? That is, yeah. Oh, wowzers. Oh, crikey, that's real good, that. Oh, I'm so thank sorry, you. podcast listeners. Oh, what are you talking about? <laughs> the voice. This is fine. Show, show him Echo. Oh, yeah, and I can do this. And I summon Echo. In its normal form yeah. or an elk form? Oh, elk form, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is this our first time seeing this? Uh, no, you have to. It's Quill's first time seeing it because Quill yeah. wasn't there when Sensei oh, yeah. was resurrected. So the rest of you see this familiar, this not familiar, but you know, sight you've seen before of this metallic, beautiful giant elk with a single purple eye made from Echo. Quill, you see a giant fucking silver elk <laughs> kind of emerge like a Pokeball from Sentry's chest. What's his reaction first? He's like, bloody hell! Whoa! Wowzers! Look at this beaut! How long have you been able to do that? 
Oh, since since I got resurrected. Okay. What you? Oh, what you were you were dysfunctional before? I yeah, I and was. Now you're yeah. back. And now I'm back. Oh, that's really interesting. I didn't realise that that could happen. I always thought that when uh, when Guardians shut down, that was it. They were done. Oh wow, that's really interesting. Oh, my friends helped me. They helped me bring me back to life. Oh well, pleasure to meet your friends. Dunk. And he kind of clunks <laughs> his metal hand against his thing. Uh, nice to meet you. I guess Lance. Lentz. 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 I can't figure this out. <laughs> What's your name? Quill. 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 Yes. Quill. Yes. All right. Lentz. Lentz. Hello. Hello. Uh, I, I have a wonderful range of artifacts and salvage collected from years of yonder past. Yonder past? Aye, wow. from pre-sundering. The forces of Killer Starbane and the Starborn Alliance are arrayed before you. And how do you gather these yourself? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I fix, fix them all up myself too. Wow. That's... It's a bit of a hobby really. Okay. Have you, have you, uh, Lucius, by the way. Hello! Captain Lucius of the airship. Oh, hello, Captain! Uh, <laughs> 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 What's so funny? Goodbye. I'm not laughing. Let's look. Right. <laughs> uh, have you just recently been on a dive of some sorts? Uh, no, I haven't, actually. I've not been able to for some time. These bastard Shahorgans keep flying our fucking round and keep trying to kill me. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I've not been able to restock... Do you need to wear the helmet? Yep. I don't I, I yep, I don't like taking it off actually, up here. Why? Because your air's all really weird. I don't like it. But also look at look how much fucking space is around you! Look at all this! And he just points at the sky. That's, yeah, that's true. And he points at the sky. Oh, I don't like none of this. Where's this? Oh I don't like it. <laughs> it okay. feels funny up here. There's no waves, there's no currents. No, true. Oh, it, yeah. it makes me really uncomfortable, but I feel a bit safer in my armour, you know? Yeah, fair that's enough. Fair, that's fair. fair enough. You're putting yourself out there for your... I mean, I mean, without insight checks, you can tell that this guy probably has, like, a major anxiety problem outside, like, in, in land. I he figured. just does not like it. Yeah. And you um, can see he's, like, shuffling. He's constantly, like, shifting on his feet. Aww. Well, uh... We have Sentry here, who's very interested in your work. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, you can see my collection. This is just my, this is what I call my standard. It's lovely. Uh, this is all just repaired armour and weapons. Yeah. All of it's in fantastic condition. But I do have a few special things as well. Okay. Hang on. And he goes over to a big lockbox and he pulls out like a key and he unlocks it and opens it up. And you can see inside laid out on quite a nice um, like piece of fabric inside this thing. It's, it's a, a large chest. It's like a big, huge trunk. And he kind of lifts it open and it kind of like little levered arms uh, have like little side bits. Um, and you can see that there are four items in there. One is a small uh, canister um, about this about this long, uh, you know, about maybe like four or five inches long, um, a few inches wide, like a round sphere, like a, yeah, like a, a cylinder. Um, it has a metal pin on the top and a lever kind of down the side. Um, for any listeners and for you guys out of character, it looks like a grenade of some sort, like, yeah. a, modern, like a modern day yeah. grenade. All right. oh. um, there is also a long, sleek, armless crossbow, is how I would describe it to most of you. You've seen similar weapons. Um, Quill's pistol um, kind of looks like this, but it's longer. It looks like it needs to be used in two hands. It's all sleek silver metal, and then it ends in like a crystalline... Uh, barrel that kind of protrudes a little bit um, and it has a cable that runs from the underside uh, into the, the handle. Um, oh, like a harpoon. Uh, 
like sort a shotgun. Of. Sort of, yeah. Imagine a kind of like, well, modern day kind of like shotgun or rifle, um, but it's it's all sleek silver. There is like strange runes and crystal components to it, um, but it doesn't really make sense to a lot of you. Yeah. Um, the 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 other two items is one appears to be a very elegant looking slender sword. It doesn't have much of a guard. It's got like a very like rounded guard, but the blade almost seems to be segmented. It almost looks like the blade is broken down into like two or three inch pieces oh, cool. um, that form like a singular blade. Yeah. And there appears to be some sort of trigger on the on the handle as well. Ooh. And then the last one, which I think Sentry, the other see the the other three items, Sentry, you see this. Right. It is without a doubt a round shield, a silver shield emblazoned with the symbol of Solvin. Um, but it is like the blade, it's segmented. It looks like the shield maybe expands yeah. or changes shape. Um, and it is beautifully rendered. You can see it's been cleaned with delicate care, well-maintained, um, and is this kind of beautiful round shield. I'm just like, just choke a little bit. I'm just like, <laughs> um... Oh, that's a beauty. That's a beauty, that one. Uh, that one, I uh, I think it must have come quite far away because uh, obviously Solvin's quite far from here. But I uh, found it, polished it up, and it's still all in perfect working condition. Um, let me show you. And he picks it up, puts it on his arm, um, and he focuses for a moment. And then you watch as the shield kind of chunk, chunk, chunk slides out and this this blue sphere of like uh, like blue energy kind of holds the joins together and it forms into a tower shield. It basically forms into like a longer, broader shield. Oh, wow. Kind of like a very Reinhardt or um, Bridget from Overwatch kind of Oh, so it even extends beyond like him. Brigitte. Um, yeah, and it kind of extends out and forms this kind of barrier shield. Wow. That's cool. That's beautiful. Mm. And he kind of pops it back and he puts it in very delicately. I'm just going to uh, go and then point at Sentry's shield. Does she have it on her? Has it been removed? Yeah, I think so. It's like, oh, that's another Solvin shield there. I'm from Solvin, that's... Oh, wowzers. Yeah. Oh, crikey, that's really nice. How about that, eh? Yeah, it's really nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, uh, well, I mean, you know, obviously, like, a lot of our people live there now, but uh, a lot of the relics got washed away and they got kind of, like, sent out all over the ocean, so sometimes salvages like myself, we come across pieces, but they're kind of rare, actually, surprisingly. Are they? What, what's, what's it like down there now? Oh, well, and you can see that now he's starting to get a yeah. bit of the social clues. Oh, well, it's, you know, it's, it's really nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, you know, we've done a little bit of work, you know, just like put up some like nice little magic lights and, uh, you know, we've uh, fixed a few buildings and a couple of the ruins and made it okay. all a bit nice. And, uh, yeah, yeah. But the Baroness is just looking at him. He's like, yep, yep. Real <laughs> <laughs> Looks real pretty. <laughs> And you found the shield near here, then? <laughs> uh, real pretty. Yeah, a little near here. Quite, I mean, you know, quite... <laughs> real pretty. A few <laughs> miles away, for sure. Just fine. Brush that off, you're yeah. fine. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's not like a sunken ruin or anything like that. No. <laughs> it's not, like, completely ransacked of everything that made it special and, and real, solvent. Real pretty. Yeah. <laughs> but Just push cool the bodies shield. away. Yeah. Cool banner shield. Yeah. Is, is there any chance I could... Maybe ha- look at the shield and. Ah, of course you can. You can have a look if you want. Can, yeah. Can I maybe buy, buy it? 
Oh, well, of course you can. Yeah, of course. That's what I'm here. I'm a trader. Lenses relics. I'm here for trade. Sure. Um, that one is kind of my, my special piece, though. It's, it it's quite expensive because um, it has some significant magical power as well. It's very protective magically. Yeah. Can maybe if I did a swap? Maybe. Yeah. I mean, I'm definitely up for a bit of trading. If I swap the shield I've got now? Oh, that's real. Oh, that's it, really nice. Would it bring, would um, it, do you any kind of discount on well, that? Well, maybe it's really a discount for the. You know, oh, the it's, been, it's been in the water. Home. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is a. I could definitely knock a little bit off, but it is my special piece. This is a genuine Solvin shield. Yeah. Yep. It is. Yep. That's real nice. It's got a Solvin symbol on it. It does. Yeah, and it's made from. It's sturdier than most other shields as well, but. He, you can see that he has like similar like stuff. Like Solvin isn't that rare. Like it's rare, but it's not that rare. It's it's as rare as his other like the Court of Shadows. I stuff mean, he has for a collector who lives or whose entire race lives pretty much in <laughs> current Solvin. Yeah, he's like, oh look, I really I, I can totally sympathise that that's where you're from and everything. But I mean, this took me a lot of work and it took me a lot of time to repair, and it is pretty magical. I, it's, I literally couldn't let this go for less than 4,000. <coughs> I'm so sorry, you know. Uh, I've got this, look at, oh, look at this cool Shadow Lance rifle. And he picks up the, the, the longer Shadow one. Shadow Lance rifle? Yeah, look at this, is a quarter Shadow's weapon, this. Look at this thing. And he fires it into the air. God. And it's just these, like, lines of black energy. It's like, pew, 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 pew. Whoa, okay. Oh, look at that. Okay, calm down a little bit with that one. Sit down. Okay. Oh yeah, that was quite a lot of the power packs. I should replace that actually. Power packs? Yeah, some of these Court of Shadows weapons, they need uh, power cells. There's some sort of energy source that they had on those ships, right? Okay. And they're kind of hard to find because you have to find them pre-charged. Right. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that probably won't go down so well on our, no. our airship. No. Oh, that's a shame. How, how far away is this ship that you took this from? What ship? I didn't take it from a ship. Where, where did you find it? I found it just on the ocean floor. Okay. Just all over the place. Me, I've been all over. Um, while this is happening, yeah. can, can I have a quiet moment with Tiangong? Yeah. And just ask quietly if they feel that there's any shards around here. It's probably a big no, but... You focus. Mm. Spend some time trying to meditate. Tiangong still doesn't have full sentience or even necessarily full you know, cognitive abilities yet, you don't really get a response. It's just a kind of like unknowing is the kind of feeling you get back, like mm. a sense of being a bit lost. Mm. Yeah. Oh, my poor lost boy. Mm. Yeah. I'll put you back together, bud. Lens just kind of shuffles around awkwardly now that he's dropped the massive price of his like best item and he's like I feel awkward so okay so that's the shield that's the rifle uh what else do you have anything else from solving specifically uh no oh okay well sorry Um, like I said it's kind of a lot of it got scattered around and a lot of other salvages already took a lot of stuff what does this do and I'm pointing at the sword oh cool this is a whip blade look it and he picks it up um, and he presses the button, and the components, the actual blade, distends and uh, is conjoined by some sort of piece of uh, like flexible metal wire, and it basically turns the blade into a whip, and it's like, oh my god, Mark, you don't know what you're doing to me. And then he pushes it, and then it 
and it forms back into a sword. So Soul Calibur. Oh, that's very Soul Calibur. I need from Soul Calibur slash Red Rising. Slash Sword of the Creator. Yeah, Fire Sword of the Creator. Yeah, very similar. How much? Oh, that's the good shit. How much? Oh well. A little bit like the shield, it's got some magical power to it as well. So it, it's you know it cuts hard, far, it cuts finer, and it's it's easier to wield. Um, and also it can shift between these two forms, right? Uh, probably about twelve hundred, so one thousand two hundred gold on that one. I wonder if that could be um, utilized. And I, rec- I think this used to be a weapon of the Starborn Alliance, right? I think like this because it's got some Starborn Alliance emblems on it. You can see on the bottom of the hilt, it has um, the emblem of Sayana. It has Sayana's deific emblem, so which is like a a heart liar, which is a certain type of liar, kind of like a liar with. Oh yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Um, in your travels, have you managed to find anything that gives a clue of what this place used to be? This place? Yeah. No bloody idea, mate. Brilliant. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Real mystery. Yeah. Because wow. it's normally you find like other ruins, right? But down there, it's just pillars, and then it just hits the ocean. It hits like the 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 what you know the mountain or whatever used to be here before. Hmm, okay. Which well, is weird. Something to do with the shrine, I guess. Yeah. I guess so. Um, okay. Well, uh, I mean, I I think. Well, like, why don't you guys have a think about it, and then I'm not going anywhere. So Lens is still going to be right here. You okay. can have a think, and then if you want to buy stuff, come back. Sure. That sounds good. Sure. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. Oh, that, that should be very useful, Baroness, wouldn't you say, for this upcoming... I'm, unfortunately, I'm not going to interfere in the free trade of an independent member of my realm. Uh, it would certainly be useful, and perhaps afterwards we can negotiate that this may perhaps be your reward for your assistance. Um... I can certainly negotiate that. All right. Well, uh, we should probably move things along, shouldn't we? Yes. Yeah. yeah sure. Well, thank you, Lens. Oh, you're welcome. I'm, I'm sorry. I just can't. I just can't give it away. You know, it's, it's, it's fair. Like, I know. It's, it's my it's, living. It's a beautiful item. Yeah. Cool. Everything there was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> the guilt is real. Uh, yeah. If you guys just carry on. I really want the sword. Do you? Because I can feed it to Tiangong. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's true. Hexblade uh, weapon. Could all save up and get that shield for century. That'd be nice. Yeah, wouldn't that it? would be nice too, Why wouldn't it? Nah. Let's just feed Tiangong. Shield from her home place. What yeah. happens if Tiangong absorbs a shield, a magical shield? He can't. No, because it's because okay. we're basically riffing off of Hexblade. Yeah. Uh, but also w- uh, packs and all but also, his weapons. He's not a. He's not a guardian eternal. Yeah. He's not a guardian. He's not a defensive eternal. So uh, okay. Remember, he has yeah. two different yeah. types. So <laughs> Mark thought of that already. <laughs> <laughs> so Jimmy Lion Man, he can have it. Jimmy Lion Man technically could. He could Helios, that's his name. But, well, Lion Helios, Man. actually, Helios <laughs> can't absorb weapons like that. Uh, Only okay. certain eternal can do stuff like that. Oh, I want to be like a walking shield with arms and legs. <laughs> <laughs> like a Modron. Oh, boy. <laughs> right. So what's the plan? You just head back to the ship. You head back to the ship. Un- the repairs are underway, but it's going to take time for them to repair stuff. Um, Grelano probably is like taking some medical supplies from the locals, um, and she looks over and gives you like a deep nod, and then goes to treating the three crew. Are the crew well? 
They'll be all right, Captain. I yes, they're they're recovering. They took. Uh, I think we've got some fractured wrists and things like that, but we should get them back on their feet pretty quickly. Thank you, Kelly. We're we're about to set off. Actually. All right. Yes. Very good. Um, yes. I will continue treating them. They should be. If we get into any trouble, they're certainly able to help if you need them. Has Howard been around with any stew yet? Howard has been cooking away, yes. So I think he's, he's got most of it ready now. So he's, he's going around passing that onto the crew. Perfect. Some sort of shark stew or shark soup. Mm. Ah, I hope he asked for permission. Uh, I believe he did, yes. The locals seem very happy to give us whatever we need. So. Oh, good. All right. Excellent. Well, I will continue. Are any of you, none of you took any major injuries or anything like that? No. Quill's lost an eye. I lost an eye. I am well aware <laughs> of, this, uh, of our quartermaster's condition. But um, unfortunately, that is not something I can help with. No. Has it, uh, sorry, out of question, but has it been like a week since the Eye of the Storm? No. So could I not recharge like, that? Not in the slightest. Oh, Wait, no, we've we're been on the ship. For, yeah, we've been on the ship for a little bit. We've been on the ship for about two days. There we go. Okay. And right. you last used it mm. in the astral plane, which mm. was canon. Oh, I last used it in the, oh no, yeah, in the yeah, astral plane. Yeah, okay, uh, fair uh, enough. Well, um, Oh, so is it seven days since last used? Oh, for the charges? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it, well, it replenishes charges every seven days. Oh, okay, so not since I last... So if you have a charge, then then you can use that charge. I don't. I've got zero charges. That's what I mean. I was just wondering if it was recharged at all. Okay. I, think it, I think it had recharged just before the Astral Plane stuff. I didn't use three charges. Oh, no, you... Yeah, I only had one charge. Yeah. Available in our one-shot. Yeah. Okay. I'll briefly check in with Kamara and make sure the crew are doing all right yeah. with the repairs and whatnot. Yeah, they're, they're doing all right. I think that there is there is an air of that was our first engagement and oh my mm. God, that was scary. Mm. Um, there's an air of trepidation amongst the crew. But Kamara herself is like telling them to like, you know, don't be, don't be babies about it. You know, she's get over like, it. Come on, get over it. Like, you know, she's she's egging them on. Wolf up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No manning or, or anything yeah. else up, but it's, it's more like just like, come on, put your fangs into it, kind of yeah. thing. Like, you know. I'll ask um, Kamara. Is there anything I can do to increase morale and the, and the bond? Well, we have? a word. Yeah, certainly. If you go around and speak speak with the crew and and convince them that they did well and things like that, certainly, yeah. It's, it's very important to keep morale up, Captain. I can only do so much. They they know me well enough, but I'm not the best at speeches and things like that. So well, we need an officers' meeting right away. Um, All right. All right. The top. Uh, well, I'll be there. And then uh, ready room. That's it. All right. Well, if I see any of the others, I'll let them know, and then I'll head up there myself. Thank you kindly. Okay. Can we have a team meeting? Yep. Just us. Ah. Uh, Just us. Yeah. It's okay. called magic mind rings. Yeah, we can do that. Create five the miles mind away from meeting each other. space. Yeah, we just stood in a circle, just like. <laughs> yeah, a you can absolutely do. That. Uh, nice. Okay, can we have a quick meeting before this other meeting with the other people? We're having it now, right? Yeah. I mean, we just, just do it. Just do it now. Stood in a corridor, just staring at each other. Cool. That's fine. Uh, I mean, I'm a little busy right now. Let me just check my schedule. I just want to extend this out for as long as I possibly can. So we're going <laughs> to tell Baroness Aaron about Starbang, right? Sure. It's daytime, so he hasn't. Well, I do uh, keep forgetting derail about it. it. I do keep forgetting about it. Wait, sorry. What was the question? We're, we're, we're going to tell Baroness Aaron about Starbang, right? Because we're literally going somewhere where his power is influencing stuff, and we're not telling her. Well, more the, the problem was in that situation was it's not just her that was there. 
And we don't want to worry the orc settlement that's there. Also, it might not be Starbane's influence, more Zarkira's influence. That was the other thing, because we did hear someone in the tunnels in that village, remember? Yeah. With the three girls, spooky, d- sacrificing the shopkeeper yes, to Zarkira. Else. There was someone there that said something about girls. So Zarkira's probably back as well, and she's probably really interested in the fact that Starbane's definitely back, and we brought him back, and we're in trouble. And why are we not telling people this? What because was the it's conversation that we literally just had with Helios yeah. about not telling people about this? I know, but I still don't agree with it. Well, we all I need to think agree that with... we should but not this is tell what's happening. But this is what's happening because we're ignoring it and not telling anyone is that bad things are getting stronger and we're not telling anyone because they're not ready for it. And then they're like, oh, what's going on? Why are all the bad guys getting stronger and we're dying? Um, we haven't been to anybody to tell them in advance of bad things happening, for one. We should have told the prince in Gusthaven. No. I don't think that... Because there wasn't trust enough to do so. And also we didn't And we know. have just met this person, who seems nice now, but Brookstone. It's very easy we to look in easily... at these situations. Yeah, also, their two, her two guards just got eaten right next to her, and also this entire settlement was attacked by Sir Hogan, which is potentially something we're actually at fault for. Like, That's what I'm saying! So why are we keeping it secret? Because, because it's more, we want, we want to people to trust us. Yes, and we don't know who we to want trust to help ourselves. Them, but we things are know. getting worse because people aren't prepared. And the Baroness has no one to help her right True. now. What no. we're telling her on that situation help with. Because then she would know what we're facing. We're going to tell her now, on the ship. Okay. Are we? I think we should. She knows what's... Well, why are we going there and facing potential Starbane-enhanced Arkira forces, and she's just not going to know, and then what, is going to be a big surprise to her? Like, uh... Well, yeah, I mean, true. what could it change, really? She'd be prepared. Yeah. She knows that... She'd know the scale of what we're fighting. What if we just disconnect ourselves from the event? And just say that we know that Starbane is back. We can't necessarily say, oh, Valor opened the door and did all these things and it's all our fault. I'm just saying that we shouldn't be so quick to trust everyone and spill out those things. Helios had some great points about how we should not be so quick to divulge all of our life stories. Helios is grump. Well, he's also an Eterna who's been around far longer than any of us and, and we should really seek his wisdom. We need to pick our moments, be strategic, not just yes. tell everybody. So you're saying we're becoming the Brookstones? Well, no. no. Because we're not telling people But things. we're not betraying. We're also not kidnapping and killing people. We're, help, yeah. we're helping with this situation, are we not? We're not turning a blind we're eye and saying blind good luck with the Sahagi. But how many situations out there are happening because we can't personally be there to fix our mess? Well, we don't know, but we're stumbling across things and we should help where we can. Yes. I'm, but not saying, I'm not saying we shouldn't help. I'm just saying that we need to get people on a global scale. We need to get them notified so that they can prepare, so that they can defend themselves, so they can look out for these things and they can stop it. True. And uh, slow the advance. I don't disagree, but at the same time, um, we don't know who to go to to help with this. Also, and we are pretty much the, the resistance as it stands now. Five the moment, us. well, the five of us, yes. But the moment we start making claims and yelling to the heavens that we know that Starbane is alive, the moment we become targets, it's that—that's when he starts making some real changes, bigger than Sahagan or arming them and giving them swords and things, but actually attacking. Don't you think? We need to be just as strategic as he's being, and we don't know how 
how to do that yet. I say we go to places that we know we can trust people. We can trust Arvel. Let's go to Gold Throne. We're going past there. We can trust certain people. Let's tell them. Also, I feel people like... People who can it. influence them. Even while we speak, the fate is changing as it happens. No. <laughs> Mark will remember that. No. I don't change anything based on what I hear. No, I think it's happening. There's no way that like things know, but yeah, things are things are always going to happen. Yeah. Um, but this is a this is this is very much a prime conflict of group interest and group needing to figure out what they want to do. And it sounds like there is at least a majority in favor of one thing. But of course Nova can do what the fuck Nova wants to do. That's true. And it sounds like Sentry also kind of has some some similar opinions. So The only thing I worry about is we are so so for example, in Gusthaven, everyone was so enrolled in these political games, in whatever was happening with the prince and and with Eloise and all this political structure, and they're basically tearing themselves apart, this one city. And I feel like everyone needs to know that there is a global threat that we can work we need to put aside all of this manipulating and stupid stupid like fighting for power because there's a big fucking thing and I said the word fucking my mom's gonna ground me if she hears that it is I think I might and but look if we go to say Gold Throne and we say to the leaders there oh the Starbane's back and the Court of Shadows are here who is going to stop them from turning on themselves and just attacking people in the street saying well you're part of the Court of Shadows you're part of the bad guys there's a worry of mass hysteria causing an even greater problem than the Court of Shadows causing. But we should go to the right people yes. and start informing them. I don't disagree with that at all. So it's why just wasn't... we shouldn't splutter it to every single person we meet. Why wasn't the Prince of Gusthaven the right person? Because they could have been corrupted by the very windbarrows that we were trying to stop Gusthaven falling threat to. That was one of my fears. We didn't know. Gusthaven's not in a very stable place at the moment. We and we couldn't that. trust the one person I thought I could trust who then turned on us and tried to kill us. So the reason we don't talk to people is because we get brookstoned all the time. <laughs> My work here is done. We are making very, very, very good steps. Starbane let us get away so that we could recover, and that was his first mistake. We can now... We've got an airship. We've got a hideout in, in Gusthaven. That's where we make our start. Oh, he probably knows it. Oh, well, he definitely does, but that, that... How can he possibly? I mean, how could he possibly know? How can he possibly how know? How could he know? Starbane Vessel Nova. He literally talks to me in my dreams. <laughs> He's probably spying on us right now. Exactly. <laughs> That's why I just like rolling dice, because it makes you all freak out. He's spying on us <laughs> Lucius was scried on. Oh, let me just make another roll. Oh, whoa, that's a good number. You make a good point, actually. Next time we do have a meeting, can you extend it as much as you can? Because that will well, then remind me to do magic circle and things like that. Right? Yeah. Yar. Then scrying can't hear you. If you're Aha! talking telepathically, scrying the doesn't hear. So he's just. <laughs> we're just standing in a standing circle, just looking at each other. Like, it, that's it, what I was it, saying. You, like, if you were being scryed, yes. All they would see is you lot staring at each other. They, <laughs> if you were being scryed, they would probably be able to guess where you were. But that's what a point, actually. Pretty great. We're scrying. I think if you, it creates like an actual visible sensor, doesn't it? 
Mm, sometimes, yeah. If we An can... invisible sensor, yes. Oh, invisible sensor. Yes. But you can see, I think, with like true sight and things. If you've got yes. true sight, yeah. Um, that might be worth finding out how we is, figure that out. Is it worth me doing a divine sense just real quick? Nah. They can't hear us. We're talking in That's our minds. That's true, but I can detect good and evil. But we're talking in our minds. That's true. You could, you, Rhiannon, you can do what the hell you want to do. You can just do it. Can I just do it? Just, yeah. just do it. Just t- tell me what it does. Uh, so you can detect good and evil within 60 feet. Uh, celestials, fiends, undeads uh, that is not behind total cover. I can use this feature three times per long rest. Okay. So you use one of them? Pop one off. <laughs> Let's see. Within, how, what's the range? 60 feet. 60 feet. 60 feet on the ship. She's Akira. Oh wait, Celestials. <laughs> you would get a sense of there are two Celestials on the ship. Guys, we know, we we know, know this. <laughs> there are two Celestials on the ship. And if you, oh, yeah. if you know the direction, if you follow that direction, one would lead you to Helios yeah. and one would lead you to Lancian, yeah. who is an Asimov. And then yeah. one will lead you yeah. to Starbang. Who's <laughs> behind okay. you? And I'd I say that there's the, two that we know are here. Yeah. yeah. The, Lancian, the, 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 the Celestial vibe on Lancian is very, very faint. He is not a Celestial, but there is a Celestial presence about him. But he, Helios is a celestial. Eternas are celestials. Yeah. Well, I, I know how scrying works. I know it's yep. not that. <laughs> checking. checking. Quill. Yes. Have you told Hesper about this? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Hesper, Hesper was there. Hesper, Hesper yeah. Hesper yeah, saw everything. <laughs> also, well, what's Hesper the doing? No. He did say that there are people who know. Okay. We just need to find those people. <sighs> yeah. Because they'll definitely be on our side. But. He, the resistance. He, yeah, he wanted us to be better, be stronger, get weapons, get allies, and we are doing that slowly. Look at the airship. We've got Helios, we've got Araya, we've got all of the people we've hired. I mean, everyone they, that we help along the way are becoming allies for when the news is out and we can team up and we can fucking do. So- I don't know. Can, do shit. Can, do shit. Can, can you just like update Hesper and tell him about this place that we're going to now and you know, suspicions of Zarkira? Because it sounds like it's getting the old band back together. That's a point. Do I actually have that sort of presence? Normally I can sort of, like when I was in uh, Dead. Thing land, Abbey land. Dead, dead land? Abbey Starbane place. Abbey. I could feel Hesper sort of with me. Do I get that now? You always, yeah, he's always there. Yeah. How much attention he is paying? A hundred percent all the time. I'm Quill, bitch. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you and he said this to you before. He is not omnipresent. Yeah. Because you are his acolyte, his chosen. You always have a part of his power with you, but that doesn't necessarily mean he is fixed on what you are doing all the time. Yeah. Um, there are spells that let you communicate to him. I have a, I've got a scroll, actually. Yep. There are abilities where you can, tr- you can try and pray and simply try and speak with him. But generally, whenever he's spoken to you, it has been when he needs to speak to you. Mm. It's been on when he decides. Never to ask how I'm doing. No. You always need something. Well, how God. rude. It's not really when he needs something. It's more like he appears when he can sense that you are conflicted on things, and he often has appeared in those times. So I can make him appear by being like, oh, should I wear the blue shirt or the red shirt? <laughs> Never the red shirt. He's been paralyzed for weeks staring at these two shirts. <laughs> well, that is, the god of knowledge would not come to assist you. It's a min-max of yeah. <laughs> god. <laughs> no. Okay. 
right. But yeah, you can always use certain spells to contact him. Yeah, I know. Um, and, and so if we're not telling people spells. about Starburn, what's the position on Hadar? Still not telling anyone That's about it? That's a definite no, probably. It's, uh, it's almost as if... Because we also have no clue what's going on with that. So that would just be making people panic but Starbane, for a reason that we don't even know right now. We at least know that Starbane is... He confirmed, though, that Hadar is there and his reason for taking over Aroas is to use it to attack How Hadar. much do we want to believe Starbane at the same time? Yeah, we don't know. He's a shithead. Although... Mm. He might lie. You saw... Nice to you know. You saw stuff, did you not? On your way back from your strange dream. Oh, we yeah. Did, yeah. Yeah. So that kind of confirms but stuff. Also, yeah. well, it confirms who knows at least what Starbane. that was? <laughs> yeah, it confirms at least what Starbane is trying to do. We it's know just, Hadar is here. Yeah. What can the general populace that we inform do about Hadar? Based on what Hadar is and the efforts that Starbane is going to try and defeat him, the only way that we could stop Hadar is by basically becoming Starbane, Starbane ourselves. Or I still think there might be a chance to talk to Starbane and reason with him. Well, let's uh, do the Sargon thing. Well, Sentry, <laughs> reason with Starbane. Let's do the Sargon thing. Let's do the Sargon thing. He didn't reason thing. with Solvin. Exactly. He didn't reason with anything else. He didn't reason with Siaska. But that's the thing. Everything got so broken because they were fighting because they disagreed about how to deal with Hadar. I kind of want to side with Siaska. No, listen to me. Siaska is gone now. She doesn't have the same amount of power as back then. But who is definitely back is Starbane. Starbane is definitely back. And he's going to take over this planet and fly it into Hadar. And Siaska uh, isn't here to stop him. But if we can talk to him, maybe reason with him. I'm not saying we work with him, but we just... I don't know. We say we will set Hadar without destroying a planet. He sent us to another continent so that he could get on with his plan. I really don't think that us going, please, Mr. Evil Dude, don't do it, is going to do anything But we have a way guy. in because he's we He's already tried Bella. to take over the world once. He's definitely going to try and do that again. I don't think he cares. And I'm Vala... I'm saying there is a spark because he clearly cares about Vala and we protected... Well, she protected us. But, you know... If we, okay, so that's why he he could have killed us. He could have killed us right there and then, but because of Valley, he didn't. I think let's go and do this underwater mystery tour. There's no harm in helping. See what happens if it comes down. down to the fact that oh crap, we need to tell this woman now. We will tell her what we know, but uh, I think I mean, it's just good to keep allies on our side. We should prepare her on the way. That it's going to be dangerous. But yeah. Well. I think we all know it's going to be dangerous. I think she's very aware that it's going to be dangerous because she's been seeing all of this for weeks anyway. She's so also quite powerful. Let's just help out as best we can and then evaluate where we get to afterwards. Yes. Let's go and kick some shark butt. What we do best. Ooh-ha-ha. Shark bait. Ooh-ha-ha. <laughs> <laughs> it's butt. Ooh-ha-ha. So there's a slight conflict of interest with... You wanting us to tell everybody, but then also the futility of us succumbing to Starbin anyway yeah. and joining him. So I'm not saying joining him. I'm saying convincing him that killing everyone on this planet and flying it into Hadar is a bad idea. He's, He's done it to hundreds potentially of other planets. Yeah. But that would us telling people may compromise our reasoning with him if other people are then rising to arms to face him. You see what I mean? 
Yeah. If, we're, nice. if we're telling people to fight Starbane, we won't have any time to reason with him no. because we're telling people that he's a big threat. I think there's been thousands of civilizations that have tried to reason with him, and I don't think we're that, that persuasive. Well, you I, just, a... I just think there's something about the fact that he didn't kill us outright. I think that was only because of Valor. Exactly. So that's and our Valor's end. going to be a bargaining chip. So that's our that end. He's going to use against us. But we can right use now, it against him. Can't talk to shithead McGee. Let's go and kick sharp butt, and then try and reevaluate. Potentially talking to shithead McGee. Maybe. So can I do? I just just want to say. It's my favourite point when for, for for a good 30 minutes, I don't have to do anything. <laughs> you did a lot of just, accents earlier, I can so. just be like, fucking rock play away, my little my You little made, birds. you created us. Yes. Oh, I love it, I love it. Um, oh, yes. Can I do, uh, what kind of role would it be for me to pretend to be doing stuff whilst telepathically? Like, I want to practice being... I guess we're in like the court. Like I'm just like touching the wall or something. <laughs> I, think, I think that this crew knows that you are kind of weird individuals. <laughs> so you're okay. I think that like having because don't forget you've got the cat you've got the ready room you could all just go sit in the ready that's room that's what I was saying and like, then yeah. just be like mm. I know, but, I but nobody's going to come and disturb you Lucius wants to practice at being better at practicing. I mean I guess it's the same as just having a conversation while you're doing any anything else yeah, yeah but, but easier because like we're doing on the I like phone, to think that some of us like, yeah, like, you're just like going around, around circles. <laughs> yeah you're like walking around the circles or you're like polishing the handrail and then you go back and then polish it again yeah but like I'd like to think that some of us are better than others at doing it though. Yeah, and Lucius just, just looks really freaking weird at anything Let's roll for doing. it. Well, I actually, <laughs> honestly, I think that, like, if you want to roll for it, but I think anybody who has, like, an intelligence of, say, Shit. 13 over Hello. or 14 over, like, anybody with that kind of level of intellect, yeah, you can probably have, like, a, a, do a mental task and then just be, like, thumbing through a book or, like, looking over stuff or, like, you know, just doing nothing. You could just be doing something idle. Those of you who don't have that high intelligence, nope. it's probably quite, you, like, you're literally just stopping to like think your thoughts and then you can listen to other people whilst doing other things. But when you're speaking, you're just like, also my, my, <laughs> my reaction really on my face is all the emotions. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just sighing. Yeah. I'm just blank. So I think like Quill and, Quill and, and Nova are probably quite good at like keeping it, you know, you know, together. The other three, perhaps, it's a bit more awkward. Like with Ayla, it's like more like you just you just stop. Like when you're doing your conversation, you just can't do anything at the same time. But I'd but, like to think that when other people were talking and she's supposed to be listening, she gets distracted yeah, quite easily. She doesn't like, listen like, as much. It's, like is going over and like hitting stuff. You know, it was the other way. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Cool. Cool. All right. So, um, without any more disruptions, um, the ship will basically take you to the area where the Twilight Coral is, and the crew will just continue to repair the hull. Um, because you've been given these supplies for free and things like that, I'm not gonna make you pay for it. The repair checks, you're not in combat, so people like Penny and Howard and Lancian and Araya can spend the time to do those repairs without pressure. So we don't need to make rolls for it, right? Um, so yeah, you basically set sail um, and about three, I'd say about five to six miles out of um, Yamalotai, which doesn't take long in the airship. It takes you like not even an hour. Um, you basically make your way to um, an open expanse of sea. Do you have to go up and then down again? No. 
No, you can just pull away from Yamalotai and just... Obviously, it's optimum to be up there. It's, it's better, yes, but because you're not going very far, um, rather than expending additional fuel to go up and then come down again, Araya's just like, no, we'll just... We're also yeah. following... Um... Yeah. Erin, aren't we? Yeah, Erin is the one giving advice, and she can only really be like, I need to see the sea to guide you. Um, she might even occasionally have to, like, the ship comes down to near the surface, she hops, dives down, looks around, comes back up, and is like, yeah, yeah, we need to go right here at this coral outcropping or whatever. <laughs> if you see the big trench in the ocean, you've gone too far. Yeah, it's like, oh, I, I saw the, the schools of bluefish that have migrated here. I spoke to them and they said, no, 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 it's the other way. They can speak to fish? Tritons can speak to fish, yeah. Dude! <laughs> I want to be a triton, um, And it takes you some time, them. but eventually, and to you, it's just open sea, right? The only difference here is, is that you can see that there are these big coral reefs that come up quite you know, close to the surface. Like normal ships probably wouldn't be able to, to go around here. Um, but Erin pops up and she's just like, well, this is it. We just need to swim down. It's um, a little bit below the surface. Uh, make our way down through the coral, coral forests. Did we get any potions? Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> but I think that, yeah, they probably would have provided you with three. Three. Sure. Yeah. Because I think like they would have looked at Sentry and then you mentioned that you didn't need one. So they're just like, yeah, take three potions of water breathing. Mm -hmm. I'll tell Araya to feel free to raise the airship in case of hull damage. Of any Sahagin that de decide ah. to attack. Okay, yes, we can do that, um, Captain. But we will signal for you when we need picking up, and it may be an emergency pickup. Yes, of course. I'll be ready to go, don't worry. Thank you. Uh, also, do you know any of the orcs uh, on these settlements? Um, I'm from the other side of Erobus, really, so this is. Uh, is that racist? Well, no, but it is uh, just. Um, I did not travel on to the east side of Ero as much. A lot yes. of my time was spent around Mirskir and places like that, so. Okay. Um, right. Hmm, well, we need to prepare ourselves for potentially the worst. Uh, if there's more of those huge sharks, mm. um, Sahagin have got even more Quarter Shadows weaponry. And okay. I'm going to retcon something here. You are not given potions of water breathing. Instead. Uh, Jawani will cast water breathing on you. Okay. Hmm. Because a potion of water breathing lasts one hour. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Water breathing as a spell, which he can cast, he, he is. Wait, is uh, it, he is it lasts 24 hours. That's cool. So mm -hmm. he will cast that on up to 10 creatures. So he basically casts that on all of you. Why not? Was that the cleric spell you were talking about? Yes. Because I don't have access to that. No, it's higher. You could prepare it. Uh, I don't think I can. Oh, maybe, yeah, well, he can cast it. Might be higher level. He yeah. can cast it. It's third level, so he, oh. but it, maybe it's not a cleric spell. But he casts it on it's you anyway. Druid spell. There you go. Um, he casts it, so you have that for 24 hours. Yeah, it's not concentration, so you don't need to worry. However, it doesn't give you it a swim speed. It is just, you can breathe underwater. Um, so, Erin uh, just points down and says, obviously I'll come with you. Um, I've, I know a little bit of magic, uh, and I can fight pretty well, so I'll come with you. Okay, okay. Um, we may, I want to investigate the settlement first, the Twilight Corals, see if we can find any clues, see and find out what happened there. We, we have to assume, Baroness, that the Sahagana, their greatest power potential mm. here, more so than what they send to um, the town we were just at. I suspect so. That's why I wanted you all to come with me, because you do seem quite capable. If... I suspect that whatever we find here will lead us on to wherever the Sahorgan are mounting, wherever their lair is, or wherever they've begun nesting. 
um, we'll need to find the High Priestess. That's our main target. Sahagan society is based around these priestesses. Uh, whoever their High Priestess is, I'm sure she's the one who's been leading them or giving them orders. Right. That's our main mission. Uh, any indication of what they look like? The Priestess will be normally bedecked in uh, attire. You'll see almost robe-like um, sailcloth uh, sailed around her. She'll have a lot of jewellery. Um, and she'll bear an emblem of Zarkira herself as well. Okay. Um, well, I'm going to start taking off all my jewellery and heavy objects. Okay. You're going to keep your arm on? Keep the arm on. Okay. Yep. Getting rid of all my scrolls and books and stuff. Yes, yeah, yeah. I am. Keep okay. them spell book. Yep. My newly found... Do I have a spell book? You do. Okay. Uh, I'm guessing we've had like a rest. You've had a short rest. You have indeed had a short rest. Oh yeah, I'm spells down. Now, I will remind you guys before we dive in, not that I, I don't think we're going to get into any combat today, um, but fighting underwater is obviously different than fighting on land. Yeah, don't use any lightning. <laughs> <laughs> well, me. It's, it's more than just that. It is a case of things like melee attacks, unless you have a swim speed or use certain weapons, are at disadvantages. Um, I have a swim speed. Well, uh, how do we determine swim speed if we don't have a swim speed? Then you don't have a swim speed. So we don't move? So you can, you, can, you can move, you can swim, which is you swim. Um, so if there's strong currents, you might need to make athletics checks. Otherwise, you can just keep a normal pace. Um, so uh, when making a melee weapon attack, a creature that doesn't have a swimming speed, either natural or granted by magic, has disadvantage on the attack roll unless... The weapon is a dagger, javelin, short sword, spear, or trident. What about a two-handed axe? No. Mm. Uh, ranged weapon attacks automatically miss any target beyond the, the weapon's normal range. I don't think any of you guys really use, except you use the pistol sometimes. Um, so you don't nah, need to worry I think too I much about that. I guess one. the flame lance would be a no. Well, creatures and objects that are fully immersed in water have resistance to fire damage. So it will work, but it will be less effective. Mm. Um, Things like cold spells, cold damage will often make, might freeze things or like freeze water or creatures. It might be more effective. Yeah, I guess it's the obvious stuffs will do oh, the obvious things. Yeah. Oh, Fireworks, great. Um, yeah. So just little heads up on that, so you guys know. Cool. So what you're saying is this is going to suck. It's you will want to reconsider rather than just being like I'm going to use my axe because that's the weapon I always use. If you can find a spear, it might be worth just switching to that whilst you're underwater. Yeah. Because disadvantage can be quite troublesome. Right. Your Ayla's fine because she has a swim speed. So in terms of her melee, but I for Sentry, also, I think, certainly... choose not to use my Storm Aura because it's a bonus action. To yes, use you can my just storm choose aura, not so to use it. So for Sentry, it might be worth rage. like mm. maybe taking a spear or a short sword or something rather than using your axe. Yeah. Magic shouldn't affect you too much. With water breathing, you don't need to worry about somatic components and things like that, but just moving around might become more troublesome for you, mm. especially people like Nova and Quill, who aren't particularly strong. So you're going to be... like Things like if something tries to grapple you underwater, mm -hmm. you might be at a disadvantage because it's not just on land, you don't have your feet underneath you to like back away and stuff like that. Sure. Can um, I ask Helios to come with us? You can ask him. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. You can go. Um, Do you want to find him on the ship? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you find him. He's probably still helping with the repairs. Um, the the Beast Walker crew, the Wolf Pack, have kind of taken a liking to him because he's a big lion. Yeah. Um, and so they kind of jostle him a little bit and they kind of make fun of him in like these little ways where they're just like, they call him like, you know, big cat and things like that. Like, 
ah, come on, big cat, come on, bring that over here. Um, and he he kind of grumbles, but he just doesn't. It doesn't bother him. Like things like human, like living creature society stuff, he doesn't really care about. So he just walks along and holds up a giant piece of lumber, and then they begin nailing it in place. Um, but yeah, he'll turn to you and just be like, ah, yes, Nova. Do you need something? Um. So we're helping um, the the Baroness uh, the the of the Triton. Um, we're helping her investigate what could be the result of Zarkira or um, starving. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was wondering if you would like to join us. I think you'd be a great asset. And. Stop staring at me like that. Are you certain that the Court of Shadows are involved? Well, you know the the Sahorgan that we're fighting just now? They were yes. armed in Court of Shadows armor and weaponry, and the Baroness said that they have been appearing like this for the last month. Uh, they've been getting stronger. So it sounds to me like something is, is gearing them up, is organizing them, is making them stronger. And if we leave it unchecked, then, well, you saw how bloody that battle got. Um, it would only be a matter of time before they, I guess, take over this part of the sea. There are a few large assumptions in your theory. They could just be scavengers. Perhaps there is a powerful leader amongst them. It does not inherently imply that Starbane or Zarkira are to, at work. Mm-hmm. However, I am considering it still. The timings are somewhat coincidental. Mm. The Baroness mentions the timings at which these forces started appearing, especially with the armor and the weaponry, was about the same time that we Mm. What do you hope for me accompanying you will do? You know what, you understand that I am a protector, Eterna. I am not a fighter, I'm not a warrior. Your experience, Mm. your wisdom, your knowledge, and I perhaps would like you to see firsthand, and I guess aid us and, and guide us, because I'm a bit lost. I don't know what to do. I'm not, I'm not some teacher. I will not guide you. Okay, maybe guide is the wrong thing, but I value what you have to say. I value who you are, I value your experience, and I value your opinion on the matter. And do you just speak for yourself, or do your other companions share this opinion? I'm sure they share it. I haven't spoken with them. Then instruct them to come and speak with me. You do a lot of speaking to me, and I can tell that you are, and his eyes linger to Tiangong, interested in Eterna. But you are not alone. Have the others come and speak with me and tell me if they wish for me to come along. Then I will decide. Thank you for considering it. He just goes back to doing what he was doing. Um, Solomon. Grump, 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 grump. What a moody boy. He is a moody boy. I'll message everyone and I'll say, This is Nova. <laughs> <laughs> Nova to team. Oh, look, it's Lince, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, everyone. I um, I asked Helios if he'd join us. Um, and um, um, I think he'd be really valuable uh, as a protector and as an attorney and as someone who's maybe had experience with those who shall not be named. Mm-hmm. But he would like you all to go and talk to him and ask him to come as well because what? he wants to know your opinion on him coming and stroke his ego and 
Stroker's ego, okay. It's hmm. an interesting assumption. Well, okay, maybe Stroker's ego is the wrong term, but he's being grumpy Helios, and I, I'm out of my depth here. I don't know how to deal with it. I, I tried the nice approach, and it didn't work. I think he, he said that he's a protector, not a fighter, which is fair, but I think he'd be really valuable given his experience and who he is. And I kind of want him to see if this is Zarkira. Is um, Tiangong's Baron to you, right? Mm-hmm. Let him know that. Oh, he knows. Well. He just thinks I'm enslaving Tiangong. And I'm trying exactly. my best to prove that it's not that case. It's not up to us to... Well, I mean, it, sure, it would help him to know that we want him on our team. But Tiangong is the ruler of the Eterna. Tiangong is also very weak right now. Until I find more pieces, I can't get Tiangong to communicate. He either serves him or he doesn't. <laughs> Give me a minute. Well, In the meantime, please go talk to Helios. <laughs> well, we are going to have that conversation next week. Yes. It's time to wrap up the episode. Bye! See ya! Bye. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to this episode. Remember to check out D&D Beyond and NordVPN with the links in the episode description. You can also support the podcast on our Patreon page, patreon.com slash highrollers, giving you early access to podcast episodes and more. We'll be back on Monday for the next episode when we dive deep and take down the newly armed Sahagan threat. We'll see you then. Mm-hmm.